The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will and I'm your host. It is Monday, November the 1st. The Halloween hangover. It's real. Uh, we have Giants and Chiefs on Monday Night Football. And to break it all down, joining me, as he does every Monday and Thursday for the rest of time, Tyler Sullivan. Sully, what's up, buddy? What's up, Will? How you doing? <laughs> I, uh, I'm good. Um, I, I have, like, you know, some high-level complaints about the general approach to uh, Thanksgiving. I mean, Thanksgiving, the Halloween. Good lord! Um, this year, in that, you know, how about how about Halloween is just the final Saturday in uh, in in October. Well, like, that, that that was my my question. So I I just moved out to the suburbs, and this no. was our first Halloween oh. out here. And so I was wondering, I'm like, is this a, and this is me selfishly, because obviously we cover football Sundays are a little bit busy for us this time of year. I was like, do they do it on like the Saturday? Like if it's the kids running around, like, nope, on the nope. day. It I'm is. Like, it is. the right. Well, but here's the problem. So if Halloween and, and <laughs> like, to, like the goal of this podcast, let's keep it tight. That's not right. Very quick high level issue is that the, so I, we did something Friday night. With uh, with with friends for Halloween, we did something Saturday night, uh, or Saturday evening, and um, and then Sunday you actually trick or treat. So I don't, I mean, just 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 pick a day. Like, the Thanksgiving is is not on you know November X every year. It's on the what the third Thursday or whatever. How about we just do that with with Halloween? Because you know, like I'm walking around the neighborhood streaming Bucks Saints on my phone. Like trying to like you know make sure my son doesn't get you know get run over as he's sprinting across the street in a, a sussy baka costume. Um, anyway, if you want to see me in in dumb child costumes, subscribe to the YouTube channel YouTube.com/slash/pick six. You can also watch me and Sully every Monday and uh, Thursday, and of course you can see us go live Monday, Thursday, and so Sunday, Monday, and Thursday nights after the primetime games. We go live on YouTube. We we're trying to give away a T-shirt. Uh, on on Sunday night, and I think we're going to try to do that tonight after Giants and Chiefs. Tuesday will be a one o'clock p.m. will be the mock draft show live on YouTube. Three thirty p.m. will be the uh, live mo- uh, excuse me the live trade deadline reaction show, and then on um, Thursday one p.m. we have the pick show live on YouTube. Tons of YouTube content. Make sure and hit the subscribe button. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, tell us who you think will score the first touchdown on Monday Night Football. 
press the like button as well while you are there. Giants, Chiefs holds a hefty 10 and a half point spread as of Monday morning around 11 a.m. The total here, 52, Sully. Um, and we saw some buyback on this where it got down to like nine and a half. People were kind of hitting the Giants pretty hard, but the injury report is not exactly friendly to the Giants. Saquon Barkley has been ruled out. Kenny Galladay has been ruled out. Uh, Lorenzo Carter also already out, as is Carter Coughlin. Not that that is, you know. Anyway, uh, multiple wide receivers listed as questionable. Sterling Shepard and Kadarius Toney. We won't know until game time for them. Uh, Mike Rimmers is questionable. For the Chiefs, Anthony Hitchens and Kalen Saunders are both ruled out. Looks like Chris Jones should be back. Travis Kelsey and Daryl Williams both had full practice on Saturday, as did Joe Tooney and Legereus Sneed and Trey Smith. Mm, banged up a little offensive line there. And uh, uh, another player on the on the Chiefs injury report. Tyron Mathieu. Uh, had full practice. So those guys should be good to go. But, you know, remains to be seen, and it matters for DFS and for props, with Tony and Shepard, what do you think about the spread and this total? And one thing about Shepard and Tony, too, they were limited in practice this week. I know, I think Shepard didn't practice the first practice of the week, but then they both were at least on the field in some capacity. So yeah. there's at least optimism that they will be able to play in this game. It's not like they didn't practice. Like, I, I know, like, DeAndre Hopkins, like, during going up to that Thursday night game, didn't practice all week, which made you a little bit nervous, even though he didn't end up playing in that game. But he was in and out for, you know, for a little bit of that. So just, you know, at least you're seeing them on the field. So that's something that's encouraging. But to me, I still like the Giants, even though they're banged up. Another injury that we didn't even bring up there was Peppers. He's out for the season now, dealing with, with a uh, torn ACL. So that's another one. But still... You're talking about 10 and a half points going up against the defense that's allowing 6.6 yards per play, the highest in the NFL coming into week eight. It's just the Chiefs don't give you a lot of confidence right now. Two and five against the spread this season, which is like the second worst, tied for the second worst in the NFL. And I have faith in Daniel Jones, who is sneakily having a solid season so far to be able to go up to, against that secondary and make some plays and keep this game relatively close. I probably think the Chiefs are going to win, but I do think the uh, the Giants are going to cover. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I, I wouldn't... I, I don't, as, as far as the total goes, I don't really want to get in front of it because you have some unknowns with the Giants pass catchers and you see this list and it's like, all right, it seems like both offenses are at least getting a little bit healthier and both defenses are, are pretty bad. You know, the Giants are coming off a performance where they allowed the Panthers to score three points, but that was really more about Sam Darnold than it, and, and, and sort of that game flow. That game was like three to five to three and late in the third quarter. It's just a miserable football game. The Chiefs can't stop anybody. And if you're betting on the Chiefs, uh, in, in my opinion, you are betting on Kansas City, um, you know, kind of running out to, oh God, I, don't, I mean, like, like, what, I don't know, they have to come out of the gates blazing hot run up the score, and then hold on to a lead late, which you don't really feel confident in them doing. It feels it just feels like the back doors would be wide open for Daniel Jones. And I think you can look back at some of the games on Sunday that had huge totals, right, where Cincinnati, uh, you know, they're up, you know, they're a 10.5-point favorite, on, granted, on the road. And, and I don't want to say, like, the Bengals aren't the Chiefs, but, I mean, the Bengals have been better than the Chiefs this year, so it's, it's hard they to They were the number the one seed in the AFC going into, the, going into Week 8. So, I mean, and, you know, there's and, something and, to be said for that. They lost to the Jets, and now the new number one seed is the Titans, who also lost to the Jets, which – Getting weird. Yeah, getting weird. yeah, it's spooky season. Um, I mean, my point being is that, like, I, I don't – I mean, I, I cannot, in good conscience, lay 10 and a half with the Chiefs here. You just yeah. can't do it. And the, the thing that concerns me is that the line came down to nine and a half 
and then jump back up to ten and a half. I think yeah. anyway. It, um, well, it, I believe it was around like you know before. I think it was even before like the early early line was around like thirteen and a half for this game, and then it, then it, you know after the events of week seven, it kind of settled back down to around ten, then really dipped down to nine. And I thought it sat for ten for a while. I even think last night it was sitting at ten, and it's bumped up a half point since going into this game on game day morning so something yeah. to think about there which kind of concerned me for you know you see that number go up a little bit i'm like do they know something about these receivers that we don't know about well i mean it's like well it's like it's nine you're like you're like i like the giants plus ten and a half just too many points chiefs but not playing very well and then it drops down to nine if you're like yep yep i was right like i said it might move down and now it's like shoots back up to ten and a half you're like uh-uh right it, it makes you it makes you nervous like yeah. why why is that game why is that line flying towards the chiefs Across a key number in theory at ten on, on on game day that like that that scares the crap out of me. Um, yeah. The Chiefs could blow out the Giants. Of course, yeah. I mean you know if you go back just you know if, if you go back the last season even just say hey listen Giants Chiefs ten and a half you're like please come on now this thing should be 14, 13 and a half no problem at all you should be able to cover this they can blow doors against this team. But the Chiefs just haven't been – you have to look at what you've seen this year. They just haven't been a – they're a very talented team, but they're not really well put together when they actually get onto the field. The offensive line still dealing with issues. That defense we all know has had a ton of issues. Again, like I said, allowing 6.6 .6 yards per play this season, which is like by far the most in the NFL. That's actually come down a little bit. I think it was around like 7.5, which was like the most all-time. So, you know, I guess, guess they're getting better, but like, you know, not by much. And you have Daniel Jones, who's playing well, and he's going to get some weapons back, we assume, in Tony, in possibly Shepard. So, again, I just think if you have even those weapons at your disposal, even without a Galladay, even without a Saquon Barkley, you should be able to do enough damage through the year to keep this thing close. Sure. And there's a major, major backdoor potential here. Mm -hmm. and the other thing I was going to point out, too, is like on Sunday, you know, the, the Rams are up 38 to nothing in the third with with like eight minutes here in the third quarter i mean it's you know you are if you bet on the rams minus 16 and a half you are living a sweat free life it isn't like there's no chance you are going to lose that bet and you lost it anyway because the, the texans scored 22 points in, in like five minutes against uh a good rams defense i mean it's just you know when you're dealing with double digit point spreads things just get a little dicey the chiefs were 13 5 and 1 against the spread in 2019 mm -hmm. Very popular team, you know. They yeah. blew people out. Uh, the books, you know, sports books adjusted eight and eleven in 2020, and thus far in and I'm using TeamRankings.com for this. Thus far in uh, 2021, they are two and five against the spread. They're just not a very good covering team. No. They're, they're not a very good team in general. You know, when you have a when you have a team like Kansas City that is always a huge favorite and still manages. Uh, is it managing to win football games? They're probably not going to be covering either. So that uh, that is a concern there. I mean, I'm taking the 10 and a half if, and you're just not talking me into laying 10 and a half of the chiefs, but I, I don't really like anything on the total. Uh, honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't love this game in general. Yeah, no, I, I don't really want to touch the total in this at all. Really I, 52 and a half. That seems like a high number, you know, just with the way that both of these teams are playing. I mean, you know, we're, we're talking up the giants a little bit, but they're still like the 27th ranked offense in DVOA. I, and again, a lot of that has to do with injuries, but they're still not a hundred percent. Still don't have Barkley. Still don't have Galladay. Again, they might get those guys back, but still it's not a entirely complete offense. 
So you're still kind of having questions about what they were able to do. Like you said earlier, you know, they did win, what was it, 25 to three last week against Carolina, but that was like 25, uh, that was three to two. It was like five to three in the late you know, or whatever it was. It was, it was yeah, it was, they scored 20 garbage kind of points. If you're going to hang your head on one trend, this is the one I think I would hang my head on. Daniel Jones, as an underdog on the road in his career, 72 against the, 72% against the spread. So that's that's what I'm going with. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's I think it's Giants are bust for me against the spread, and if I'm if I'm if I'm betting the total, I'm probably betting the over, but I don't really want to bet it because mm-hmm. they, they just both defenses are just capable of giving up huge plays, and you know I think Kansas City could Kansas City you know the run game is down to Daryl Williams. It's, so I'm I would bet the over if I had if you were like you have to bet a, you have to bet a total. I would bet the over and I would take the uh Giants. The Giants would be my bet here. Um yeah. I think I think we're on the same page in, in terms of those bets. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll hit some player props. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What we need, Sully, is a, is a game that doesn't feature a ton of... Um injuries which doesn't really happen in the nfl in week seven eight nine and ten yeah but we've had some weird ones especially where it's like you That's know what I'm saying. like we've had like Devontae adams last thursday you know what do you, I mean, you know, what do you do with that because it's impossible to adjust we've had like all these big stars are, are just questionable, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that's, it's not even that there's big injuries. It's like, we don't know the statuses. Like, you know, right. if this was, if we were talking about like Saquon Barkley, he's ruled out. You look at, you look at Booker, you know, you can, you can easily make that switch. Running now back you just, are not a problem. It's, right. You like, but Caesars currently has, they have, they have Evan Ingram props and they have Devontae Booker props. They have no giants wide receiver props and they're probably not going to until we get, you know, until Monday night countdown starts at three o'clock in the afternoon uh, for this, you know, eight o'clock game. And, and, as we, uh, and as we always note, this also impacts like first touchdown props, which we love, you know, right. it, it just moves yeah, like, around like, a little bit. Like we're living in a world where we'll touch some first touchdown props, but like I looked at it, it's Byron Pringle's 15 to one. You want me to bet on Byron Pringle at 15 to one for first touchdown? What are we doing? <laughs> in the words of Taylor Twelman, what are we doing? Uh, anyway, player props. Uh, what do you like from a prop perspective? I, I think my favorite one, or at least one of my favorite ones, the one that stu- stood out to me the most, and I think you have this one as well, is Patrick Mahomes is over 19 and a half rushing yards. That one to me makes a ton of sense. He's hit the over on this in five straight games coming into Monday night. Again, they don't have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. It's, it's Daryl Williams. They're kind of changing up the running back situation. I think they're going to use Mahomes a little bit more. And again, that's just not that high for somebody who I don't think, you know, he's a mobile. He's not like uh, Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson, but he's a very mobile quarterback. Oh, yeah. They will design some runs for him. 
absolutely. So to me, ninth and a half, I'm smashing that over. Yeah, I think I think this is actually mispriced and should be closer to 23 and a half or even mm-hmm. 20, uh, 24 and a half. Mahomes has rushed four in his uh, last uh, five games, 45, 26, 61, 31, and 35 yards in all of those games. He Here's the thing. You look at his rush yards, and these aren't designed runs. These are scrambles and leaving the pocket early and and picking up first downs. This has sort of been a theme. Now, this is this would be the concern about the Mahomes rush yards is that the Chiefs, um, you know, coming you know coming off of, of an embarrassing and humiliating twenty seven to three loss to the Tennessee Titans, where the, the, they scored their lowest point total in the history of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid working together. That. They went that Reed and 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 Mahomes, who has a I have a froggier voice in Mahomes today. They they go back in the lab and they really got laser locked on keeping Mahomes in the pocket, keeping him comfortable. And you know, as we mentioned, the offensive line, some issues there from a from an injury perspective, but Trey Smith, Joe Tooney, both full practice, should be good to go. And that Mahomes against the Giants, you know, defense that is not, you know, it's not elite by any stretch of the imagination, is able to stay in the pocket, make the throws. They get a lead. They pound the ball with Daryl Williams. And, um, I mean, who else are they running with here? Like, uh, I mean, they're not they're not running with Jarek McKinnon, but he's available. Right. He Yeah, he would be the – yeah, I mean, Derek Gore? Jeez Louise. I'll tell you, you know, the other bet, I'm going to add something here too, is Patrick Mahomes over pass attempts. They're going to have to just – they, they don't really have a run game here. Yeah. Um, if, if they get a lead, like, I don't know that they're going to be able to just, their defense isn't good enough to just pound the ball and play defense. So. No, it's not. You have to almost keep your foot on the gas. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not like, um, it's not like Los Angeles against the Rams last week. You can kind of take, take your foot off the gas and, you know, let Houston get back into this game. Oh yeah. Rams, they, Texans. They, yeah. yeah, yeah you know, they can't, they can't afford that. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they are, they're too far down in the standings. Like they're not in the playoffs right now. This is a this is a massive game for the. I mean, it's kind of a must win game for the Chiefs on Monday night as a ten and a half point favorite. It's kind of insane to say. Um, but my point being is that uh, with it, the the pathway to losing the Mahomes over rushing yards is they get a lead, and he's not running for his life, and and they're very clearly concentrated on him staying in the pocket and winning from the pocket. I mean, that that is clearly a problem. For this team is that Mahomes is he's he's um he's he's pressing because he's he's worried about you know about the defense not being able to stop anybody and he's tr- and, and teams are running the ball and, and chewing up clock against a bad KC defense and they're minimizing possessions for the Chiefs and Mahomes is that's what he's doing he's bouncing from pockets early and he's pressing and that's why his rushing yards are up so that would be the problem but this should really be 24 and a half um and we could easily see that going over. You like the over on uh, Daniel Jones passing yards as well. Yeah, and this one I think is something we kind of need to highlight a little bit, almost in the same vein that we highlighted how the, the line here went up from like 10 to 10 and a half overnight from Sunday into Monday. The Daniel Jones passing yards, and again, you know, I say this every week, but I write a story about, you know, right, uh, you know, a, a piece that almost can, you know goes with this podcast. I write it usually on sports.com. Exactly. There you go. Shameless plug. But I write it on Sunday nights and, you know, just to get us ready for the, for the week. I look yep. at it going into this podcast. That number is actually lower than it was last night. So we're looking at Daniel oh. Jones is over 40, uh, 243 and a half passing yards. Last night it was 246 and a half. So 
you know, almost when we're talking about these wide receivers saying, uh, uh, do, does Vegas know something? Does Caesars know? Like, like red flag, red flag. Like right. Alarms are, sirens are going up. I kind of want now. Like, the antenna is going up a little bit where it's like, okay, you know, the, the it's going a little bit more in favor of the Chiefs. Jones's passing yard totals are going down. It, that's something, that's a trend where you got to at least have your antennas raised a little bit. I still like it. Obviously, he's going up against the secondary that hasn't been good. And I know, you know, we're talking about limited pass catching weapons potentially. But again, they're, the Chiefs are allowing 275.7 passing yards per game, well, well above this passing yard prop. Jones is someone who can throw the ball pretty effectively down the field, whether it's to Darius Slayton, who we know is going to be playing in this game. He's healthy for it. So to me, I still like it, but that is something we should highlight to say, hey, listen, you know, there are some trends going in a different direction here. For sure. Um, I like Jones over uh, interceptions just to have, like, he needs sure. one pick. It's Daniel Jones. Yeah. He needs one interception. Now it's minus 145. So, you know, you got to, you got to lay the juice. But, like, I mean, that could hit on the first play of the game. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. It wouldn't be shocking at all. Uh, Tyreek, I have Daryl Williams over rush yards as well. As we, you know, as we mentioned, their depth chart right now, unless I'm missing somebody, is Daryl Williams, Jarrett McKinnon, and Derek Gore. Uh, I think you could, you know, it's a 10 and a half point favorite at home on a Monday night. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you. That should be like 65 or 70, uh, even though we don't really think of Daryl Williams as some feature back, right? Um, they're gonna, I mean, they're going to run the ball. The Giants are 22nd in DVOA against the run. This is, I don't know, it's just too low. Like, there's there's one guy to run the ball. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the analysis there. Uh, you have uh, Travis Kelsey over receiving yards. I don't, I don't mind it. I liked uh, Tyreek Hill's both props over rush yards, a half rush yard, and over receiving yards, 79 and a half. You know, again, like, I, like, I don't think the Chiefs are going to come out and just light it up for 40 points, but they, if, if the Chiefs come out and have some great defensive game, that's the weird, that's the weird yeah. script that, that would that screw up this stuff. And you would still potentially get there with Darrell Williams uh, on the rush yards. I just you know tend to think that Tyreek Hill is probably going to have more than that against a uh, Giants defense that is 16th in DVOA against the pass. Yeah, I just I just get a little nervous about the Tyree Kill rushing yards prop that you have. Uh, obviously, it's it just has to get one yard. I mean, it's yeah. it's not that difficult. But he's only been really given like one carry a game this season. So you really and he you know he usually rips it off for like twenty yards on some sort of reverse or whatever whatever. So he gets, if he, he, this is really not even about it's not even about over rush yards. It's about over carries. Honestly, sure. Like, yeah, if he gets one carry, he's going to get over a half yard. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Like that's exactly what it is. And you just have to hope that his speed, you know, breaks out and he's not hitting the backfield and you're good to go. He has um in seven games so far, he has hit this over five times. Yep. With one carry in each game. It's it is it's not even a over it's not even like it's it's will Tyreek Hill get a carry and will you be sweating the jet sweep he runs near the goal line on the one yard line? You know, and like, is it a pitch or, you know, is it a carry or is it a catch? Yeah. And that's, or is that's it that little, that little front, 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 little, touch little, pass. Little front flip that, that Mahomes does. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like, that's, that's the thing is like, does he get a carry? Mm -hmm. And if he gets a carry, it will go for positive. It will go for more than one yard because Tyreek Hill is super fast. And, um, and then you win. If he doesn't get a carry, then we lose. That's, that's very, that's, very easy to break it down that way. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, 
The only other one I had was uh, Devontae Booker over rush yards. Don't feel, I mean, don't feel good about that by any stretch of the imagination, you know, but it's, it's a, it's, it's kind of a low number here for let's, let's do the math, right? Uh, no Saquon Barkley. Okay. So that's, uh, that's part one of the equation. Uh, we have Jason Garrett as an offensive coordinator. That's, that's part two of the equation. We that's have a, a depth chart that features. Okay. I mean, unless they're, I mean, I'm missing somebody that they have running the football. It looks like Gary Brightwell. Is that, is that, is that, uh, do the Giants have more than that behind Devontae Booker? I mean, there's just there's nobody. What a bad running back game. Um, so there's nobody there. The Chiefs are, I believe, 31st in rush defense DVOA. Like, you know, I don't think Devontae Booker is a superstar or anything, but Jason Garrett's going to give him 15 carries. 50 yards is just too low for me. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. And, and lastly, for me, I, I know we quickly mentioned it on the Kelsey thing. Kelsey's probably. You know, we'll talk about obviously in the DFS portion of this, but also he's my favorite captain, but also he's my, this is my favorite prop I have just because, you know, 78 and a half seems like a really high number. But when you talk about the volume that Travis Kelsey gets, he's had double digit targets and I believe uh, for the last five games, if I have that right. And the Giants are allowing 9.2 yards per reception to opposing tight ends this season. You know, you talk about the type of volume that Kelsey gets, a lot. the defense that he's going up against, and it just feels like, again, he's going to be earmarked for, at the very least, 9 to 10 targets in this game. And if he's efficient, we're talking him going well over that number if the defense continues to play poorly against tight ends. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So if it's 9 point, I mean, his, we say 9.2? 9.2 per catch. His, 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 uh, his reception total is like 6.5, and, and it's over minus 140 or something. So, I mean... Yeah, you probably need if he gets if you probably need what eight, eight or nine catches. I mean, but, but and that's if he only if every single one is nine point two yards. Kelsey's right, depth right. target is probably gonna be bigger than that. Yeah, I mean, like he could. I mean, he's averaging uh, what is he averaging per catch on the year? It's like six point four catches per game. And why can I not find this? Somehow? Oh, uh, eleven point eight yards per reception. Pretty good. It's, good. it's a good setup for Kelsey. Uh, very quickly, we'll do a we're gonna do first touchdown. And then if you want DFS, it'll be on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six. Tell us who your favorite first touchdown score is. I mentioned the Byron Pringle thing off the top, man. I mean, what I mean, what am I supposed to do? Bet on Byron Pringle 15 to 1 to be the first touchdown score? I'm not doing that. I that, that is that is annoying. Is my is my son. You're annoying me. Um, we both had Patrick Mahomes at 20, oh, 25 to 1. Last night, 22 to 1 for Patrick Mahomes. He's 20 to 1 now. Oh, man. Um, it, Patrick Mahomes, 20 to 1 or better, is, is probably a good price. Yeah. He he could run it near the goal line. Wouldn't be surprising at all. He, he bootlegs all the time. Rushing quarterbacks with, or quarterbacks with rushing equity near the goal line are at 20 to 1 is, is a bet. I would guess Mahomes closes at 18 to 1 or something like that. Um, it's it's really tough. I had Dante Pettis at twenty six to one, but that is entirely dependent on what happens with Kadarius Tony and Sterling Shepard. Shepard's twelve to one, and he's questionable. Like, what do we do? Like, if I'm betting on a 12, twelve receiver at twelve to one is questionable. Um, Evan Ingram eighteen to one is, I guess, a little interesting. Darius Slayton nineteen to one. You have him. He's actually moved up a little bit. You know, I I, I don't mind Slayton at nineteen to one either. But it, again, it all depends on. Are Shepard and Tony 
playing in this game. I don't even see, is Tony even on the list? No, he's not on there. And we're pretty like-minded on this, where it's like, you know, we like Mahomes just because of the values there, and then we're kind of picking our Giants wide receiver just to see what happens. For me, Slayton, again, totally dependent on if we see these guys. So I wouldn't bet it, um, it you know, I wouldn't bet this yet. I would wait to find out what's going to happen with, obviously, the wide receivers. We say that every week, but, you know, just to, good to hammer I mean, that this, home. This one in home. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it. I mean, like it matters. Like you don't, yeah. you can't, you don't want to bet on Dante Pettis at twenty-seven to one, and then Kadarius Tony and Sterling Shepard are playing, and Dante Pettis is just not going to see any snaps. Exactly, especially like red zone, like you know, high value touches, as uh, Ben Gretsch likes to say. The other guy that I think is actually worth a little look um, at thirty to one that we can add, uh, producer Chris, is uh, Kyle Rudolph. Okay, you know, even though Rudolph, like, he's not the he's not the number one tight end, you know. Uh, Evan Ingram's there, and Evan Ingram. What did I say? Evan Ingram was eighteen to one. I mean, what, this Byron Pringle thing is really sticking with me. I don't know why it really bothers <laughs> me. But uh, 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 Kyle Rudolph, for years in Minnesota, was a just a a red zone, a red zone weapon. They like to and they like to get you know they're, they're going to put two tight ends. They're going to you know like bigger formations, and they'll leak out Kyle Rudolph in in uh, in, in play action. He caught a touchdown. I think he got the first touchdown uh, against the Panthers last week just a guy that they will use uh in the red zone so rudolph i would throw on there's 30 to 1 it's not a bad long shot as well anybody else for you no i think that's it i mean for me just again slayton wait and see what happens i do like him in the sense that him and jones have at least have history of having a rapport particularly hitting those downfield shots we talked how poor the 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 kc secondary's been so again wait and see wouldn't love it if Tony and Shepard are playing, but honestly, still wouldn't surprise me. So if you if you love Slayton, you might as well wait anyways, because if Tony and them play, that odds are only going to get better. Yep, agreed completely. All right, that's it for the gambling version of or gambling portion of this uh, this program. We are going to head on over to YouTube to tell tell you about the DFS plays for this game. Thanks for listening. Go subscribe on YouTube and hit that like button.